0: The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org. I want to tell you something that just happened in Israel with this. So, so I don't have time to go through it. You don't have time. But Esther Amalka, right, stood up when nobody else was. She stood up. Because she lost her parents and she was the only one that was able to, to destroy Haman. And really, when they read the Megillah, he screams, If you're going to be silent at this moment, at ovich, tevedu, you in your father's house is lost. If you don't use your pain and the stuff that you're going through in your life to help others, then the pain and everything you went through is wasted. So I spoke in all these seminaries and I'm really speaking on this subject. And I told them a story that happened to me. I'm not going to say where, but in a a city here in America. And I was asked to talk. There were a few parents that passed away that year. And I was asked to talk to girls, specifically girls, who lost a parent. So I was supposed to give a support group. So I figured, seven, eight, right? I come to this woman's house. I'm speaking at six o'clock. They all come from school. Six-year-olds to 16-year-olds who lost a parent. Some of them lost both parents. I walk into the room, there's like 27 kids sitting there. I was like, oh my gosh, I thought 6, 7. So the room is full of chairs, and I have my chair. Okay. So I'm like, oh my gosh, what do you tell a 6-year-old? who doesn't have a mother or a father. And there are 16-year-olds, and there's 9-year-olds. So I gave him my Moshe Rabbeinu speech. Moshe Rabbeinu was adopted, abandoned, he was disabled, he couldn't talk. He tried to save the Jews, they tried to kill him. Yisrael threw him in jail. He was a loner. He's out in the desert. Had the most miserable life. Became Osher Bainu, you could do it, right? I gave him my whole speech. It's a true story. I finished 40 minutes. I know when I'm good. I know when I'm not so good. I was really good. <laughs> and the parents that were there, they were like, Wow, you know, because these kids weren't talking about it. And I gave a very positive share. Just I said, okay we have 15 minutes anybody want to ask any questions this little girl gets up cutie little thing gets up and says hi Rabbi Wallerstein I'm like hi can I ask you a question sure what's your name she tells me her name how old are you I'm nine I'm like okay what is a nine year old she's not going to stump me right she looks at me with those big eyes and she goes Rabbi Wallerstein I'm nine I'm like I know I'm nine I'm nine years old I'm like I know she says Did you have a mommy when you were nine? I'm like, uh uh-oh. I'm like, yeah. She goes, oh. I'm like, you didn't know my mother. What are you getting so upset about, right? You know. She goes, oh. I'm like, she goes. Do you still have a mommy? This is two years ago. I'm like, yeah, Baruch Hashem, she should live long. Oh, really? Okay. Gets up, uh, right? Just walks out. Just walks out of the room. Next kid gets up, goes to the kitchen. Next kid goes to the bathroom. Within, I would say, nine minutes, the room was empty. I'm standing there like, oh boy. I just lost the whole sheer, all the kids. And I have to tell you something really sick. That when she asked me that question, my mother should live long. I really wanted to say, no, I I didn't have a mommy when I was nine. I didn't even have a mommy when I was four. She passed away when I was three. I wanted to say that so badly. So she could say, really? Oh, great. So I could be Rabbi Wallerstein one day. Mm-hmm. But the minute I said I had a mommy at nine, and I still have a mommy, her and me disconnected. Because I didn't go through what she went through. Lost the whole group. And the, mother, the woman who ran, who, who advised me, she was apologizing the whole time. I'm sorry, Rabbi Wallerstein. I'm like, what are you sorry about? She's 100% right. What am I doing talking to these kids? I, I, I have parents. I mean, I lost my father 14 years ago, but I was 40 years old. Uh, who do I have to talk to a nine-year-old kid who doesn't have a mommy? I'm like, I was the wrong guy. I was the wrong guy. I'm Wallenstein and I could give chizik, but I am the wrong guy because I didn't go with what she went through. And I said, you know what you need to do? You need to get a girl, a woman to get up here and speak from your community who didn't have a mother when she was nine years old. I said, and They will listen to whatever she has to say, they will eat out of her hands. So what we go through is to help people that are going through the same. And if we didn't go through it, we could never tell someone you feel their pain, by the way. Because you cannot feel someone else's pain. If I took a pin right now stuck it in my finger and asked you if you feel it, and you say, yes, it's not true. Your finger has different sensitivity. The pin that you're using is different. Your, your nerve system is different. Nobody in this room, you can't feel the pain of someone else because your whole emotional being, each one of us has a totally different emotional being than someone else. So I could feel that you're in pain. I could feel that you're in pain. I cannot feel your pain. It is the worst thing that you could tell someone that's in pain. Oh, I feel your pain. You do not feel my pain. You cannot feel my pain. So, but you can understand me. And a person who goes through the same thing understands more than a person who doesn't. That's what Morcha is screaming to everyone in the Megiddle, in the middle of the Megillah's Esther. You lost both your parents, Esther. If you're not going to use your pain to save Klay Yisrael, you're only going to be worried about yourself. You're lost and your whole family is lost because the reason you went through this whole thing with your parents is so that you should help the Jews if you're not going to help the Jews it's all lost so I said this in Eretz Yisrael in every single seminary and I told them other stories besides this little girl so after this year a girl comes up to me she says you have ruach HaKodesh I am like, "I don't have ruach HaKodesh I just talk about so many different things I'm going to hit one of them that's something that you need to hear Right? It's an old trick. It's not Rucha Kodesh. She says, No, no, I, I've, I, I've been challenged really very much this year. I'm in seminary and I'm being very challenged. I said, What's your challenge? She said, I had cancer when I was younger and I recovered. She looked regular, perfect. I said, Okay, so what's your challenge? You go to the Kaysal every day and thank Hashem. She goes, No, my parents don't let me talk in support groups. Because they're worried I won't get a shidduch. She said, so I, I cried to Hashem that you did such a miracle for me, and I want to help others because she went through like a really bad chemo and everything, and she looks today perfect. She says, and I, I want to give chizik My parents don't let me give chizik Rabbi Wallstein. And, and now you came and you tell the story of Esther and Malka and of this little girl, and I feel even more guilty. Right? In case Hashem gave me a refusal to help. People and my parents don't let me because of shidduchim. I said, no problem. Chayenu, this organization, Chai Life, find Eretz Yisrael. I said, find a little kid that's going through it, nine-year-old, seven-year-old, whatever it is, and start taking her out, and be her mentor, and tell her you have a little secret to tell her. I said, and tell her what you went through, and she can't tell anybody. She will not ruin your shidduch, and you will save her life you will give her the chizik that she needs and she will never ruin your shirach. and nobody else needs to know about it she said, well, I want to talk like you I want to talk in front of a lot of people I'm like, no one kid, one person is a whole world you don't need to talk in front of everyone else okay, that was 10 days ago she called me up she said, Wallstein, I'm a new person I got a girl that I'm dealing with and I just told her and I told her all the stuff that I went through. And she said, Wow, you have this, such beautiful hair. And I'm like, I also thought I'd never have hair. And I have hair. And she says, I am alive. She said, You don't understand. You gave me my life. I said, <laughs> <laughs> He got the malchus. And this is what I'm ending with. If you stand up in the moment that other people need you, and you give them chizik because you went through the same thing, he got the limalchus. You have re, you have risen to Malchus. That's what he said. He got the Lemauchus. If you use your stuff to help others, you have reached Malchus. And you can stand in the Khatar of God in his base hamigdash Maila. And you can ask him for anything. And he will put out his scepter of rachamim on Klaisral. Enjoyed this story? Come again bring a friend stories to dot org